0: Do you have any awkward spaces in your home? And if you do, are you kind of stuck with what to do about them? If you have an awkward space in your home, then you don't wanna miss this episode. So keep listening to help you solve those tricky, awkward space dilemmas. Welcome to Design Your Home, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, award-winning interior designer and real estate investor, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or investment property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode. And today... I am talking about awkward spaces and man, there are a lot of awkward spaces in homes out there. And I know this because I get reached out to quite often about homes with awkward spaces, things that are making clients and potential clients and listeners feel stuck. Now, I don't know who in the heck thought of some of these awkward spaces when they were designing and building homes, who thought they were good ideas, but the truth is they're here. And now we have to figure out what to do about them. And I'll be honest, some awkward spaces are easier to solve than others, but it does really help to have another eye on your space to look at it with a fresh set of eyes. This is why I get reached out to quite a bit from, again, clients, potential clients, students, and listeners. So the good news is you have some options here. And if you're still stuck after this episode, then you can always reach out to me for a design consultation. It's a great next step. I do them both in person and virtually, and I've done consultations all over the country. Sometimes it's all you need to get the ball rolling and to get you moving. Other times, we'll continue working together. It all depends on your specific needs, but first, I want you to listen to this episode, see what you can pull out of it, and if you still need help, just know that you can always reach out to me. All right, let's get started with what are some of the potential awkward spaces in our homes? So an awkward space is any area in your home that's trickier and you just don't know what to do with it. Awkward spaces, gosh, they make us feel stuck. We can't move forward. They're like this big obstacle, even if they're a small space that just gets in our way. So let's list out some examples of awkward spaces that we can have in our homes alcoves and nooks, long, narrow spaces, asymmetrical walls, small walls, really big walls, really tall walls, like that are two stories, angled walls, spaces above kitchen cabinets, spaces under stairs. I have received calls and inquiries about all of these types of spaces. So if you've got one of these in your home, you are not alone. There are lots of people just like you, I even have my own awkward spaces, and we'll talk about what we can do about it. All right, let's keep moving to, now that we know what some of those spaces are, what can we actually do about them? And I like to break down these solutions into two different categories, functioning spaces and decorative spaces. And yes, the ideal world, you can get the best of both, but those are really the two main categories, functioning and decorative. So let's first talk about functioning spaces. If you want a functioning space, it's going to have an extra purpose for you. This works really well if you have a smaller home where storage might be at a premium. So you want to add something that's going to actually add some function, give you a little bit more storage. And great examples of this are shelves, floating shelves, which are really big right now, but any shelves will do. Bookcases, you could have bar carts, wine racks, any sort of storage that's actually Or furniture that's actually going to give you a little bit of storage. Now, furniture isn't just for storage. Furniture can also be added for function like an accent chair. Extra seating, especially when you're entertaining or having company over, is always a great idea. Having accent chairs, benches with decorative pillows, small tables and end tables and pedestals and columns. These are all different things you can add that are furniture, but they don't serve a purpose of storage, but they do serve a purpose of function. Another thing to consider that is a functional addition is adding built-ins. And I love to do this, especially in awkward, very specific spaces. Custom built-ins, yes, I will say they are more expensive but you can 100% customize things with built-ins and get exactly what you want. Now, if you're on a DIY budget or this is an investment property, Ikea Hacks can be great for this. You can actually Google Ikea Hacks online and find some. And I can think of a specific instance with one of my clients. I just loved them. We were doing a kitchen refresh in their house. And that a refresh is when you're keeping existing cabinetry, making some modifications. In their case, this client's case, We kept their existing cabinetry, although we did remove their island. So they had a higher level refresh, but we changed the paint. We changed the countertops, the backsplash, some lighting. And in their kitchen, they had a small eat-in section, which which was really out of proportion for the entire size of their home. They have a large home and a very small eat-in area. So it wasn't really functioning very well. It made it an awkward space because they couldn't put a very large table in there. But it was too big of a space to put a small table, because it was a longer area, but not very deep. And so we had to think of a solution. And the solution I came up with was to have a smaller rectangular dining table with two chairs on one side, and then along the window, along their long wall, we added a custom built-in bench with drawer storage below and an upholstered seat above. And it was such a great use of space because then they added all this seating across the way and it was really functioning because not only did they get some extra added storage in their kitchen, I mean, who can't use extra storage in their kitchen, but they did get extra seating without creating or having to add a really large table in there, which would have overcrowded the space. So that was a great solution. If you have an an awkward alcove or a partial eat-in kitchen, but not really big enough for a table with chairs all around it, think about adding a bench on one side and chairs on the other side of the table. Okay, I will keep moving on to another example I actually have in my own house, which is my own custom pantry. Now, in my house, I had this awkward home management area that my builder created, You walk in my mudroom and then there was this extra desk long home management section and it was just made from basic kitchen cabinetry. There was nothing special to it, but it took up a lot of valuable real estate in my house, especially when my old kitchen did not have any pantry storage. And so what we ended up doing was creating a custom walkthrough pantry. So now when you come in my garage, you hit the mudroom. And after you pass the mudroom, you go through this walkthrough custom pantry. And I will say it was a genius solution for our family. Was it the cheapest solution? Absolutely not. You know, you're paying for some custom cabinetry of a few thousand dollars and you're paying for the painting and the countertops, backsplash, but it is one of the most functioning spaces in our house. We have a stand-up freezer in there. We have a beverage fridge in there. We have a dual-tap kegerator in there, beer for my husband, kombucha for me since I don't drink. And it's a great solution for all of our food in there, kids' snacks, everything. But that was with the option of a built-in. So in your home, think about would built-ins help you? I just gave two examples of my client's home and in my home, where built-ins gave a truly custom solution that gave us a lot of function. Let's move on because if you have a space that you don't need extra function in there or extra storage, you can then choose a decorative solution for your awkward spaces. And these get to be a little fun. They are less permanent because you aren't adding like a built-in there or a heavy bookcase. So what are some options you can do For decorative solutions for awkward spaces. Well, you can add wallpaper. And what's so great nowadays is the whole peel and stick wallpaper trend. Tempaper was, I think, one of the original creators of temporary wallpaper, but I have seen temporary wallpaper all over the internet from Serena and Lily to different sites I've seen on Pinterest. I mean, they have a lot of great and Instagram, of course, which I guess their ads show up in my feed as a designer. Wallpaper is a really fun thing to do in an awkward space that you want to actually attract some attention to. And you don't have to do the permanent wallpaper. You can always do the temporary and change it up whenever you want. Another option that isn't as temporary, but still makes a cool decorative statement, is a decorative wood wall. In, I think of my foyer right now, I'm looking at it straight from my office We had this long angled stairway where there's a closet there for our coats and some things and games we have. But I had this long angled wall. And so I actually did a wood focal wall there. It cost us $100. I kid you not. And it is such a showstopper when you first walk in my house that sets the tone for the home. So consider adding some sort of decorative wood focal wall over there. Another great thing that you can do that's decorative for your awkward space is to put something there like a plant, whether it's a tall tree or that you have a small table with a decorative plant or vase above it, real or faux. I mean, honestly, faux trees and branches are so realistic now that if you have pets or you don't want the extra dirt worries... You can really see some amazing options out there. I know A Floral, that's A F L O R A L, they have some beautiful branches and decorative items. But adding a simple tree that's on the ground or a simple vase on a pedestal or column is a great way to fill an awkward niche or an awkward wall. Another option is to add some sort of lighting there because many awkward spaces tend to be a little bit darker. So adding a floor lamp or a small table with a, with a table lamp is a great solution just to kind of fill up that space. A way to customize and personalize your awkward space is with artwork. There are so many great options that you can do from large pieces of art all the way to a cluster of art or a gallery wall. And that can definitely fill up, especially on angled walls and some of these larger two story spaces is having large format art or large gallery walls. Or again, in a small awkward space, you might have small gallery walls and small art. But it's a great way to personalize and custom a space and make that awkward space a feature rather than an eyesore. And then in addition to just regular art and paintings, you could also add decorative objects, sculptural objects that work with the location of your home. So if you're at a ski or a mountain Airbnb, yeah, you could add a set of skis to the wall or a set of snow shoes. Yeah, I was gonna say snowboards or snowshoes, either one. I know my son has a snowboard hanging in his room because he loves a snowboard and If you're at a lake house, you could do something similar with an oar or something. I've even seen a half canoe on a wall in a two-story family room. Literally, there's lots of fun little things you can do to make things personal. Another quick idea that as I was thinking about adding trees earlier, one thing that is really cute and I've seen a lot of is when you have vases that you hang on the wall. They're a flat back to the vase. And then you can have succulents coming out of them or other greenery, real or faux. And that can be all along a wall. There are really so many different options you can do when you're adding decorative objects. It could be as simple as some antique plates that are hanging on the wall, baskets or woven macrame type of artwork. I mean, literally be creative. One thing you can do to give you some inspiration is I always link to things in the show notes, of course, so you can always go there. But do a quick search on Pinterest. As I'm doing it right now while I'm recording this podcast, they do show different decorative objects that you can stick on the wall. And it just gives you a little inspiration because truthfully, when it comes to design, knowing what you don't like is just as important, sometimes even more than what you do like. Anytime I'm working with a new client or student, it's important for me to know what they don't like just as much as it is what they do. Because then I can rule out things and start, I think of design like a funnel. We start with this big, big opening. And as I start filtering down what their true design style, their unique design style is, I start funneling down until boom, we get it right at the center. And it takes a little time. So when you're looking on Pinterest or online, other sites, It helps to see what you don't like. Oh, you know, I don't like the way that basket looks or I don't care for the way these plants look on a wall. It just gives you an idea and some of them hit and some of them don't. But again, it's just information to help you filter down until you find exactly what's the right solution for you. If after listening to this episode, you're still a little stuck and not sure what to do with your own awkward space, then I do invite you to reach out to me because we can talk one-to-one about your awkward space, because the truth is they are all different. And one awkward space in one home could be different than someone else's. And there's two ways that you can have that time with me. One is, yeah, you can book a design consultation. It's a small investment. And that way you get an hour, hour and a half to talk with me specifically about your space. And if that's of interest to you, then you can send me a message at hello at nestorations.com, or you can go to nestorations.com forward slash contact, and that'll put you in contact with me. Or the other option is, if you sign up for my Room Design Essentials program, I actually have a VIP option where you're getting basically like three consultations with me included with your course. And those are one-to-one sessions with me over Zoom where we get to talk about your space specifically. And if you want in on that option, then I invite you to go to nestorations.com forward slash waitlist as Room Design Essentials is almost ready to be in your hands. And that way you can be the first to get it and get one of the few VIP spots that I will be offering. I am limiting those because it is a lot of one-on-one time. So only a few people will get those and maybe you'll be one of the lucky ones. And I hope you are. Okay. All right. That wraps up this episode of the Design Your Home podcast. And if you would please hit subscribe and leave a review, five stars for good karma, because this helps this podcast reach more people just like you. And as always, thanks for listening. And I will catch you next week on another episode.